Do you want to take a deeper look into the residency interview process? Or perhaps you're looking for some insight into specialty selection. Subscribe to the AMSA AdLib podcast in iTunes or your preferred podcast app to hear more from experts and fellow medical students on your journey to becoming a future physician. And if you've enjoyed listening to the AMSA AdLib podcast so far, please help others discover the show by giving it a rating or review in iTunes. You've just returned from an international elective or global health experience. So what's the next step? Did you throw it on your CV and call it a day? Welcome to the AMSA AdLib podcast where we'll hear from med students and experts alike. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. You may have already completed an international elective. Maybe you're halfway through it, or perhaps you're just thinking about it at this point and getting ahead of the game a bit. One thing you should be considering no matter how far along you are in this journey is the value proposition of this experience. Not only going into it, but particularly upon your return. You have to think about how it will affect your pathway. We were able to catch up with Dr. Joseph C. Kolars of the University of Michigan Medical School to discuss this further. Hello, my name is uh, Dr. Joseph C. Kolars, and I am Senior Associate Dean for Education and Global Reach at the University of Michigan Medical School. And uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to chatting with you more about our work here. Dr. Kolars brings a unique perspective to this topic. He looks over the education mission at the University of Michigan Medical School and also directs the med school's global initiative called the Global REACH program, which stands for Research, Education, and Collaboration in Health. He's also clinically active as a gastroenterologist, and he was in your shoes years ago. Dr. Kolars completed an international elective as a medical student before it was really a thing. For context, let's take a quick look at the Global REACH program specifically and how it fits into a traditional medical school curriculum. Now, a number of academic medical centers or medical schools have global initiatives, and they, they often satisfy a number of missions. Our global reach program here at the University of Michigan Medical School really is, a, is an initiative that is based out of the dean's office, but then it crosses really all of our departments and our missions here at the university, and the main goal is to really um, help learners get exposed to issues in global health. Most of these issues for them revolve around challenges related to equity and access. And it really brings learners broadly defined as students, as faculty, into collaborative partnerships with individuals and institutions in low resource areas. How does Dr. Kolars fit into the mix? One of the big things I do in our program is to try and and uh, create strategies that will enhance value for our, our students and really for our entire uh, University of Michigan Medical School community. Dr. Kohlers has been instrumental in starting the Global Health Initiative at Michigan's Med School and works day in and day out with students to create value through their education and research. So now let's take a step back and look at your experience as a medical student. What is the value you see in completing an international elective or gaining some sort of global health experience? More specifically, what is the value in relation to preparing for residency or even in practice? You may even be asked in an interview to dive into the relevance of this experience or why it's valuable to your medical training. So it's, it's an excellent question and one that often comes up. What's, what's really the value of going and doing an international experience for medical students? The curriculum's so packed. Um, 
and everyone's fighting for more time in the curriculum. Um, is this just a, a cross-cultural experience, uh, kind of a nice-to-have, or is it an essential part of the curriculum? Dr. Kohlers actually believes that every student should have an experience like this. He does think it's a crucial aspect of the curriculum, but why? We really learn a lot about ourselves when we change the context, the environment that, that we're working and learning in. So um, disease in healthcare is very culturally based. It's very context specific. So um, I think students learn a great deal about themselves when all of a sudden they have to go into a completely different culture, a completely different language, with a completely different set of resources. It makes you a bit uncomfortable because you're outside of your element. You don't have the usual resources around you. Yet you feel the challenge to try and make something better. Dr. Kohlers also thinks that getting into these foreign or different environments challenges your assumptions. And he shared a personal experience of this when he was in Nepal years ago. I think back to my, um, one of my first uh, rotations as a medical student. Um, and I was in western Nepal uh, as a medical student. And uh, people were lining up and they would spend hours um, trying to um, uh, uh, meet with me and the preceptor I was working with. Um, who was also new and from the United States. And we noticed after they were done with us, they would go line up to see the next doctor. Dr. Kohlers and his colleague were trying to understand what are we doing wrong, or why is it that the patients we're seeing feel their needs aren't being addressed? Well, the doctors that the patients ended up seeing afterwards approached Dr. Kohlers and his colleague and explained it to them. They said, you know, You've got to tell the patients something that they can do or modify in their own diet or their own lifestyle to make them feel like they have more control over what's happening with their health. Um, so in this culture, you can't just assign a cure or a treatment to a pill or to a medical intervention. You have to do something with their behavior that they have control over, that they can change. So if you don't tell them something to do with their diet, um, they don't feel like they got a recommendation. And how does that translate into practice? So um, I've taken that overarching principle um, to really say, gosh, there's things that we can do to work with patients here to make them feel like they're more participatory in things that they're doing in their lifestyle to improve their health. Now, you know, over the decades since I had that medical student experience, um, lifestyle and diet and things like that have become much more commonplace for a lot of doctors. But that whole sense of trying to better understand what does a doctor or what does a patient need to to see or feel or to hear to make them feel cared for, and that that was one of my first lessons that went back uh, to my student days that I still carry with me even now. For Dr. Kohlers, this kind of work has made him much more effective with his own patients. Looking and trying to understand where people are coming from when he sees them in his own clinic has really enhanced his cultural sensitivity. And it's also contributed to his problem-solving skills. When you go into low-resource settings, um, there's lots of problems. And um, it's widely known that lots of innovation comes from people trying to solve problems in low-resource settings. And beyond that? You have to um, be more of a self-directed learner to try and 
um, uh, take the clues that you're seeing from a patient and trying to uh, go back to the books or go back to other online resources and figure out the explanation. Um, you have to learn how to be a different kind of communicator. Um, there's a number of other um, uh, driving reasons for this, but I, I think it's a powerful learning framework that I would like to see available to, to all medical students. You may be thinking to yourself at this point, why do we need a global experience to accomplish this? When low-income communities or health disparities exist within our own communities, why would or should I even seek out a similar experience abroad? What's the benefit? And if you were thinking that, you're probably not the only one. You could be asked a tough question like that in an interview. That point is often overlooked. We want people to be able to recognize the gap and to come up with tools and ways to, to close that. Dr. Kohlers is referring to the gap between domestic and global disparities. Um, so I think it's very important um, when people are dedicating themselves to low-resource settings is that they, they don't just drive down to the airport and, and fly over the places and these issues that are around most of us in our own communities. He believes that they should be very interwoven. One of the reasons I like um, illustrating global is because the further away or the more different uh, you, 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 the bigger differences that you have that you can expose learners to, it does a nicer job of challenging those assumptions. And we have a number of our faculty or, or people that were turned on to um, uh, work with health equity by virtue of their, um, of their global experience. Maybe it's something that didn't quite catch them or attract them when they were working in a domestic environment. But all of a the sudden, they had such an intense experience overseas in a low-resource setting that they then came back and were able to recognize what those gaps were around them. That experience helped them to see what was in their own backyard. I know of a number of people who really spend most of their time working on domestic health equity issues, low-resource issues in our own communities, but they got ignited or turned on by a global health experience. As a result, Dr. Kohlers and his team are really excited about the Global Health and Disparities Pathway in their program because it aims to bridge that gap. We have so much to do in our own country, in our own communities, and um, I would hate for people not to recognize that. Dr. Kohler shared how both his own international experience impacted his outlook and career path, as well as several of his colleagues. We see how these opportunities have shaped each of their individual paths in a very different way. So how did each of them come to that conclusion? How did they carve their path from their experience? And how do you take that and apply it to your own path? Let's take a look at how you as a medical student can reflect on your global health experience to explore how it fits into your journey and your pathway as a future physician, especially for those that maybe don't have quite the support system that Dr. Kohlers and his team offers to their students. One of the things that I really encourage students to do is, is pretty active journaling, or if not that, um, some pretty engaged conversations with, with people that help them to think um, differently and to, to, again, challenge their own assumptions. He shares key questions he typically asks students to reflect on. What are your expectations from this learning experience? Um, what, what, what do you hope would be different in yourself, in your way of thinking, in your CV? Um, 
as, as a product of this experience. And when they returned from the experience, he asked students a few important questions. What did they learn most about themselves? What, what did they learn about themselves they didn't know? And um, are there things that they wish they had prepared uh, for the experience differently? Are there things that they wish they had known beforehand that I or somebody else had counseled them on? And he asked them to speculate how they might put what they've experienced or learned into greater use. One of the questions that they like to ask all of the students in their program is, what are the chances that you are going to dedicate a component of your career to working in low-resource settings or global health settings? Did this experience increase that? Was it neutral? Or does it detract from that? He also wants you to remember that not everyone is going to be a believer. For, for myself and a number of people around here, we're, we're, we're the believers. Trying to get people on board with why are they doing this. You need to be comfortable articulating in your own mind with why you've taken the time out of your curriculum to complete this experience. If I go and do this experience, that means I'm not doing something else. Why is this valuable? So being able to explain it to them. But sometimes when somebody has an advisor that's trying to help them uh, get into a very competitive residency program, um, the advisor will sit there and say, well, gosh, why, why this doesn't look, this doesn't help you uh, get into that uh, competitive uh, sub-specialty sub, uh, surgical program. Uh, don't do it. It's not, it's not helping you get into residency. So you may face challenges, and the best thing you can do is prepare yourself for those challenges and reflect on your personal experience and what you want to get out of it. And even though some of those challenges stem from the possibility that this will come up in a residency interview or from an advisor, Dr. Kohler's ultimately wants you to remember one thing. Not everything um, needs to be directed towards helping you get into to, to your residency program. Medical school is a, is a time of self-learning and discovery. AMSA AdLib is brought to you by the American Medical Student Association. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. This episode was produced by Pete Thompson and myself. Joshua Caulfield is the show's executive producer, and Dr. Kelly Tibbert is AMSA's national president. Did Santa ever forget to make a stop at your house on Christmas? Tune in next week on AMSA AdLib to hear one medical student's story of walking down to an empty tree on Christmas morning and how he took away the importance of paying it forward. If you have comments about this episode or would like to contribute to future episodes, we'd love to hear from you email us at adlib at amsa.org. And if you've enjoyed listening to the podcast so far, help others discover the show by giving it a rating or review on iTunes. We hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you for listening.